The Morning Coffee is a podcast recorded live slash streamed at twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. All articles used during the show are credited in the show notes below in the description. We hope you enjoy this episode. What's up, guys? How's it going? Ryan here, and today I bring you The Morning Coffee, episode number six. Welcome, welcome, guys. I know that uh, this episode's coming out a little bit later today. We had some personal stuff to take care of, but everything's fine now, and we are back today with some gaming news. <clears throat> um, nothing fancy on coffee today. We usually just have some black coffee from my Keurig, so that's what I'm uh, sipping on today. I'm going to be a little bit shorter of an episode today. There's not that many articles and stuff to talk about. So I hope that you guys are okay with that. And uh, yeah, that's sometimes just how it's going to be. That there's going to be articles coming out. And they just aren't that interesting to me or whatever. But I try to compile what I could of some stuff. We have about uh, five articles today to talk about. <clears throat> a lot of them just P PSAs and stuff like that. Uh, or at least a couple of them are PSAs and stuff. So um, they're also what probably is the most trending right now on various uh, social media websites and gaming news websites as well. So we shall keep that in mind. But uh, yeah, let's um, get started. Uh, before we jump right into the news, though, as always, I want to remind everyone, if you are a new or returning guest, that we are on Spotify and iTunes. So go remember to follow and subscribe on those two platforms so that you can get a notification or an automatic download each and every time a new episode goes live. That way you guys don't have to worry about uh, wondering when the next episode will come out. It will just be right on your phone. Also, remember that you guys can also leave a review or a like on Spotify, I believe, um, and you will help us out a ton in trying to <clears throat> bump up our SEO search ranking. So that way, new people who are not coming from Twitch or don't know my social media handles will be able to just find it organically and naturally through there, and it will bump me up in the search results. If you guys do leave a review, uh, we will be giving out shout-outs and all that stuff, so I will get notified each and every time a review comes in. But please, um, leave a like, hit, hit that review button, and uh, rate us if you do enjoy the podcast or want to give any type of construct constructive feedback as well. Anyway, let's get right into the news. Um, also, just right before we start, I should mention again that uh, the articles that I'm talking about are in the show notes, which are in the podcast description as well, so you can follow along from there if you want to see what references I am making and stuff. Um, so first up, pretty big one for the day, but Riot Games is sued for gender-based discrimination. Uh, Riot Games has been sued by one current and one former employee and has been accused of endemic gender-based discrimination and fostering a men-first environment. Uh, if you guys didn't know, there was uh, an article that came out uh, a few months ago, I want to say by Kotaku and by uh, other various first-person accounts that worked out right. Uh, this is before, I believe, the podcast was even a thing, but they did talk about how uh, Riot had a very uh, men culture and that certain things were happening within the environment or the culture of Riot Games that they did not like or did not agree upon. Uh, you know, some of the things that were said uh, within the article and this was confirmed, I believe, by the employee and the employers as well. 
is they had some stuff about um, how certain ideas were brought up by women, and then the idea was almost immediately shot down. And then when the same literal copy-pasted idea was brought up by someone else who was happened to be a male, um, the, the person was promoted or praised, etc. So the lawsuit alleges that Riot violated California's Equality Pay Act and law against gender-based discrimination in the workplace, and the employees involved are seeking compensation on unpaid wages, damages, and other penalties with an exact amount to be determined during the trial. Um, you know, one of the plaintiffs said that shortly after she was hired, her manager quit and she took on her job duties, but did not see increase in co her compensation of job title. Said that even though she spoke up and asked about make her change official, three men were hired into the role one after another, and she was never interviewed or had a voice for that fact. So, yeah, the other plaintiff is currently a Riot employee, has been working at Riot since 2013, and spoke about her, about her experiences, and HR failed to keep them meeting confidential and linked information supervisor. She took a new position in 2015. Her former supervisor was then promoted to senior position in 2016. She was then said to have been given a five-month countdown to find a new position or be fired. Um, so, you know, I, I don't really have a strong opinion on this. It's a shame that this type of stuff does happen in the workplace. Uh, you know, the video game culture and just the workplace culture in general is very male-dominated. And, you know, we'll just see what has to happen Um uh, with this trial and hopefully it goes well uh, i don't really want to take any sides on this but it does look pretty bad for right and stuff i know that they've responded to harassment allegations and stuff like that and they also have you know done some things um at events and panels that are more of like what is going on why would you do something like this type of thing so those uh, type of acts don't really seem very good. Uh, within the article that's in the show notes, there's also a link in that article that goes to the entire lawsuit if you guys want more details on that. But uh, yeah, uh, hopefully we'll be keeping tabs on this and hopefully uh, it will be resolved without any uh, serious issues going forward. Uh, on some lighter notes, though, we do have a new Pokemon Go and uh, Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Go and Pokemon Now uh, are available in Pokemon Go. Two more Generation 4 Pokemon are available alongside the Stardust Blast event. Uh, just reading the article, it just says Niantic has kicked off another in-game event in Pokemon Go. The Stardust Blast event is now live for a limited time. This event gives players a chance to earn twice the normal amount of Stardust for capturing Pokemon and hatching eggs and scheduled to run until 1pm Pacific Standard Time on November 13th. On top of that, two new species of Gen 4 Pokemon have begun appearing in Pokemon Go. Uh, Buzel and Rosalia and uh and you do can be hatched from eggs so uh yeah the po also the next pokemon go day community event is scheduled to take place on saturday november 10th and the featured pokemon this time around is a gen 2 starter syndical and if players manage to evolve it into its final form typhlosion up to an hour after the event ends it learns the powerful attack blast burn so keep that in mind as well if you guys are pokemon go um yeah, Condosaurus. I know that a lot of people are like, ooh, why are you still covering Pokemon Go? It's a dead game. And the, you know, to be honest with you, the game is far from being dead, in my opinion. Um, it still has about 2 million active players and is still very, very, very popular um, within the community. Yes, it's not as big as it once was, and I don't think it will ever be that big, but that was more of a cultural phenomenon. But it's still making great money, and it's still making a ton of um, profit as well. <clears throat> um, next up, uh, I do want to, I guess, kind of go out of order here, but the Pokemon Let's Go trailer um, 
has come out a new one and it shows off elite four and other people as well in the trailer uh, but yeah it looks like a pretty cool game the trailer also reveals that red and blue the protagonist and rival of the original red blue and yellow version will appear in let's go pikachu and eevee from the looks of it you'll be able to battle them during your adventure uh, as a pokemon company recently revealed your adventure doesn't end once you defeat the league four after you become the pokemon league champion powerful new master trainer will appear around the region each one specializes in one particular pokemon you don't need to battle them using the same pokemon in order to claim the title the game comes out november 16th um i know this game had a lot of hype when it first came out and i don't really know if that hype is still continuing or still being around from what uh, i've seen of it it might be a cool game to get it might not be i don't really play pokemon go and i don't know how in i don't know much information about it to be honest so i don't know how independent this game is from the pokemon go mobile game so if it's a entirely independent game i would love to try it out and love to buy it but for me personally it's really hard to justify 60 dollars on a game um uh for console so in general, I usually pick and choose in with Super Smash Bros. Ultimate coming out in the next like week, you know, next month or so, and uh, a bunch of other games that I'm planning to get. Uh, we'll see if we get it, but either way, looks like a pretty good game. I've heard that there's been some disappointment in the game itself um, from people that I've known, but I'm kind of just waiting around for a main series game, to be honest. Um, next up, we do have Blizzard is adding World of Warcraft references to Warcraft 3 Reforged. Uh, we mentioned this briefly on uh, Monday's episode, but when I talked to you guys about the announcement of Warcraft 3 Reforged, remember that I mentioned that it was a game where it is not entirely uh, just a graphical uh, redo, but that they will be adding a new lore. They will be um, balancing the game and patching the game as well. So this doesn't really surprise me at all. But the article states that um, Warcraft 3 and all, the, and all after all opened the door to World of Warcraft back in 2002, Blizzard had no idea what kind of behemoth its then unreleased MMO would become. The 2002 RTS set countless Warcraft tiles into motion, marked this defecting the dark side to Thrall's increasingly cultivated hero's journey to Illidan's eventual coronation as king of the Edgelords. As a result, Blizzard's classic team didn't, doesn't just want to give Warcraft 3 a visual overhaul, they want to bring the classic in line with what came after. It starts with locations. During an interview at BlizzCon, um, the QA lead showed the map of Below the Level of the Calling, where then hero Arthas kicked off a heel turn that would eventually see him transform into the mega villain, just like back in 2002. The tasks the player as Arthas with purging a human city full of undead plague-stricken citizens. However, that city Stratholme went on to serve as a backdrop for two dungeons in World of Warcraft, so its layout in Reforge has been altered to mirror its late WoW in uh, iterations. Um, sure enough, just playing the BlizzCon demo, people notice appearances by bosses from the World of Warcraft Wrath Lich King Culling Stratholme Dungeon, which players travel back in time and help Arthas do his dirty deed. The development team is still figuring out exactly which locations will get wildified, but Stratholme definitely won't be the only one. Uh, Warcraft 3 also introduced characters who'd eventually become movers and shakers in lore, uh, or killed everybody else, but at the time, those heroes and villains' personalities and motivations were only given thin outlines. That, too, is going to change in Forge. So they're going to give more, you know, detail to certain heroes and stuff that ended up uh, becoming and are still pivotal uh, heroes in the world of Warcraft 4. So, uh, yeah. Um, Long-time Warcraft fans are hoping beyond hope for the same thing. They always do a real new-time strategy Warcraft 4 game. So, some people are hoping for it. We'll see. 
I would be really hard pressed to see them come out with a new RTS game or even World of War or Warcraft Four, um, only because the RTS genre is very hard to get into, and uh, you know it's just not a genre that a lot of people uh, play, and it's kind of you know in the past now. Uh, you know, games go through their crazes and uh, go through their trends, and then they usually end up level. Uh, leveling out or just end up uh, not existing anymore as a genre as a whole and that's kind of what the rts genre is you don't really see many of those being created anymore but uh we'll see maybe warcraft 4 will have a place in the future uh next article just a quick psa uh new fortnite starter pack is out again the summit strike pack is now available to purchase and gets you two cosmetic items and some v bucks every once in a while and i think this is really smart that fortnite does this they do come out with these things called starter packs, which um, they've come out with about three or four of them. I know before there was one called an ace starter pack, but they essentially give you all the same stuff. But uh, for $5, you get an exclusive skin called the Summit Striker. You get a back bling, and then you get 600 V-Bucks for $5. So you can check out the article below to check what they are. But I think this is really smart for people to uh, purchase stuff and to buy stuff so for five dollars you get an exclusive skin and six dollars worth of in-game currency so go check that out as well uh lastly we do have a um article from the hearthstone team and uh just once again just a quick psa of this but hearthstone did hit 100 million players and what that means is they have 100 million accounts registered i that does not mean how many players there are playing concurrently and stuff like that but uh yeah they've uh, announced that they welcomed over 100 million accounts or players to date to celebrate they will be giving out uh six boomsday packs from november 7th to november 11th uh, you just need to log on to receive those you will also get a free quest as well that earns up to 500 gold uh, the quest basically which rewards 100 gold when you play a friendly challenge in anything so that doesn't matter wild tavern brawl or standard you just need to play against your friends uh, will earn you 100 gold up to five times so you can get 500 gold as well um, keep in mind you'll need to complete the introductory quest first blood and duels to unlock daily quest uh, be sure to make room in your quest log before november 7th so you don't lose a quest you intend to complete uh, just like player friend don't concede too early or you may not receive credit for completing the quest but unlike player friend celebrate the player only provides rewards to players who have the quests in their own quest log so both you and your friend have to have the law the quest in order to receive um the the inherent gold that is uh available um but yeah, guys, unfortunately today it was a pretty slow news week. So like I mentioned at the top of the uh, day, it does seem like there is not really that much to talk about. Uh, hopefully we get some more news on Friday morning's episode. But uh, yeah, just sometimes there's a lot of news. Sometimes it is slow news. And uh, unfortunately, there's not too much that I can uh, give you guys as well today so i hope that you bear with me and i apologize if the episode's a little slow today but that was really all the news that i found interesting or appealing as well for uh, this podcast episode so i apologize but it is what it is can't really be helped um so hopefully i will see you guys on friday morning uh as always guys though you can follow me on social media 
on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. That is Ryan Kubo, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O, all lowercase, all one word. You can also check out the VODs for this uh, or the unedited recorded streams, whatever you want to call them, on YouTube.com slash S-H-I-G-E-O-S Twitch TV. That's Shigeo's Twitch TV, all lowercase, all one word. The social media links will also be in the show notes in the episode's description as well. It's a short morning coffee. It was a short little coffee break, but I'm glad that you guys tuned in and hung out with me for today. Hopefully we'll be back on Friday with some more gaming news, some more interesting, uh, bigger topics of discussion that we can uh, touch upon. And until Friday, I will see you guys then. Take care.